Kicking the shirt back off, you guys are approaching the front door in the manor. Bastion waves a hand, the door opens. Walks in. Needs to come in through the main entryway and turn to the right, where there's a long dining table. Motions very butlery into the room. I don't know. I'm not a words guy, okay? <laughs> hey, I like it. But he motions is, you know, for you all to join him into the dining room, essentially. Um, after each one of you made your way inside, he motions for you guys to have, go ahead and have a seat. Pulls out a chair at the head of the table and sits down. Do we now, sit at the table, too? Yeah, he's motioned to the table, so we sit. My dragon is sitting on my shoulder. I'm carrying mine like a cat. <laughs> Fair. So. What's, what's your dragon doing, Aaron? I'm kind of carrying it over my shoulder like a redheaded stepchild. Just <clears throat> sack of rice. Oh, this cat that just goes completely limp. <laughs> <laughs> on the shoulder. I did not say that the dragon was limp. I just at a certain point it's not gonna fight it. <laughs> so but um Sebastian looks at each one of you and goes Well this is certainly an interesting endeavor. And your business would be I am. I am Sakala Elthiria, uh, and um, we uh, I uh, we bring in. Uh, Sung Ironbark. Yes. And are looking to form a business deal with the head of House Garrick. Who is currently unavailable. I am listing in this dead and they given full authority on all dealings. Now You've set your pretense as to why you're here. Now, why are you really? Ah, uh, you see, unfortunately, we uh, did not secure a place to stay prior to coming into the city to arrange this deal. Doppelganger Tiefling Minotaur. Above table. Damn, he's smart. Wasn't always a butler. I'm, Actually, I'm gonna... Kerrigan, you can have an insight or history check on this one. Seventeen. Okay. Pull up. 
Okay. So, on a 17... The scars that you do see, like, one on his wrist, one on his, you know, cheek a little bit, it's covered up pretty well, been healed pretty well, but definitely still a little bit of a scar registering there. They line up with stories and myths you've heard of just an assassin known as Fear. And he was called such because... It was easier and better to fight your own fear than it was to fight him. Awesome. So, well, that, that's I, the I have... Inner City lore. <laughs> is uh, for, from Inner City lore perspective, is he involved with the Crimson Syndicate? No, he has no allegiance, no ties to any current criminal organization. Okay, well, two things I need to ask you, Mr. Sebastian, sir. Um, yes. First, you could tell, if you could tell who we are that easily, then you could tell that we're not here to hurt you or anyone in this house. Well, you're still speaking here. <laughs> also, to take I'm, the a, engagement. I'm a really big fan. Can I have your autograph? I've been asked once or twice. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how to go about that. But uh, I aspire to be as as amazing as you. Well, I in table jaw drop. I almost dropped my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I may have some free time coming soon. If you are available for some training, I could show you a trick or two. Absolutely. What's your preferred method of aggression? I'll say. Uh, there's more than just aggression. <laughs> well, there's subtle aggression that they don't see coming. There's violent aggression, which is loud and uncouth. And then you have my way. Let them well, see I mean... in their own fear for weeks, and then. Never let them know they died until they're looking at you. And it's too late. I think that sounds wonderful. <laughs> Many ways we can approach this. Um, but in this particular instance, I was referencing weaponry. Um, I usually mess with people's minds. You know, if, if I have to, I'll put a dagger in them. Daggers are good. Magic is better in some cases. Others can be proven quite problematic. But either way, I'm sure there's a thing or two I could show you about certain things. Please. At least be a bit quieter in some regards, which will make things easy in this regard. We do have space available for someone to impose as nobility, um, here at House Garrick at the moment, the guest suite is available. I don't see a problem with lending it to you and your crew, as it were, but it still remains to be seen as to why you're here, actually. I know that you pose no threat. I will 
Due to flattery, help you out with a little bit of training if need be when I have the time. But why are you here? Going to glance over at Kerrigan and try and gauge whether or not we can trust and be open and honest with this individual. Uh, out of character, what's the name of the group that's recruiting us? Uh, are are you familiar with the crimson syndicate are you familiar with the okay come on that was a silly question it smiles i guess of most of their dealings here in elastine but they don't have much it's more of a waylay station for smugglers well we're on our way to get recruited by them, and we just need to stay in this part of the city for our task. He tilts his head up towards the ceiling for a second. The maiden. You are so perceptive. Hmm. Interesting choice of targets. Difficult, public. And if the Thieves Guild isn't brought in on it... Very elaborate middle finger. Oh, you have no idea what's I'm, in store I'm, for the team skill. I'm going to speak up and say, we may be planning a few bombs. Mm. I... One method. Another, in the more, don't let them know they're dead till they're dead. Method. Um, the poison in the air. There's some options in that regard, but less that and less indiscriminate. They hired one man to do the security. And who is that one man? That is Kuros. C-O-R-R-O-U-R-O-S. Koros. He's something of a local hire. He's not bad at magic. Not good at it necessarily either, but he's been hired to provide some extra layers of security. I'm sure one of which you can see is ghastly glow from its current location. Even I'm a little impressed by that one. But he was the one who facilitated all security measures and the Crystal Maiden's new housing at the moment. And to be honest with you, I would be glad that the eyesore is gone before my master returns. The one good thing about his estate was So, your inclinations do not However, ill intent on my own act. And twisting the knife on that nobility appropriate at the moment. So I propose not to interfere with your endeavor, but maybe let's say add on. He held three deeds for three warehouses in the market district that I want. They are handhold, 
meaning whoever possesses them owns the property. Granted, bygone bureaucracy aside, getting those three deeds in my hands would be very advantageous for my employer. And I would believe it fair compensation for one turning the blind eye to the wayward of individuals and offering them room and board. Yep. Deal accepted. Sorry, I didn't I speak to my buddies. Oh, uh, uh, sure. Okay. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh. The accommodations are a bit nicer here, at the way least. Okay, this. All right. We just gotta steal some deeds from the guy that we're probably gonna kill. It's not a big deal. I, I no, that's not the part I'm worried about. It's, it's, it's our little, it's our little guys we've got here. Is, is it just? Sorry, uh, Sebastian. If you, I'll just call you Sebastian. Would that be agreeable, sir? Leaving them here. Yes, that's quite fine. We have a room for that. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. Hands too full for deeds and things while these little guys are in hand. Okay, cool. Cool. Be easier to move about the city without them. My master found same issues with being selected as a dragon rider. So, accommodations have been made. I believe at the moment we can house eight. So. There are no other dragons on the premises? There's one at the moment. Fair enough. Okay. So, do we walk into our normal garb, and is there a path off this lot so we can get going with the, our deed collection? Or is there other work we'd like to get done here? Well, obviously you're not friends of Zalus, so I'm assuming they've given you no heading, as it were. I'm sitting here, chuckling, and, uh, say heading. Hmm. The only heading we've gotten is that, uh, Seems that Zaleth may be uh, in in with the Thieves Guild, it seems. It would. If we're worried about pretenses, I can assure you this estate has been significantly thwarted. Greg family sees to the crying eyes and wayward ear like within the property. With that being said, we'll come right out and lay cards on table. Dalis a dick and works for the Thieves Guild. If I'm not mistaken, he's also recruited you to join the Crimson Syndicate. And Seems he's either double dipping in both banks or 
playing spy for one or the other. I think he needs fall people to like try to steal this thing and then something goes wrong and then the thieves guild and he wins and yeah, I'm going to stick my dagger in him. That sounds like a very wise idea. But I will say this. He's not giving you any direction or any assistance in the city and stuff like that. That's fine. We can make other arrangements. I do have some individuals you met previously outside the gate. Theo, the younger gentleman, he, despite his appearance, is quite adept with crafting and creating of most weaponry and armor. The other one is a gentleman by the name of Charlie Bennett. He has been brought on as retainer as an artificer here for House Garrick. We do have a workshop available that you may use to speak with these two individuals. It is under the same wordings as the entire state. So it's safe to speak there as well. While you are in Garrick territory, as it is up here, you don't have to bother with the ridiculous illusions and fake personas and things of that nature, but when you do leave their territory and head elsewhere in the city, I would ask that you maintain your cover, as it were. Makes my life a little easier. So, that being uh, said... Tabletop, um, what did you say the other, the other kid's name was? Is that, is that the kid that we took for his hunting initiation? Oh, that's so cute. Yep. Troy. God, I can't remember his last name now. It's going to bug me. I'm pulling it out. Yeah, it was Theo and Charlie Bennett that were just outside, was it, right? Yeah, Theo and Charlie Bennett. Charlie Bennett's the one guy. Died. Yeah, the robot guy. Are they brothers? Yeah. No, no. Two totally different people. There it is. Theo uh, Grandara. He is you a said he could craft armor, right? Or he's a hunter? Weapon, weapons and armor, and he's a member of the hunter guild. Charlie Bennett is a artificer in the ploy of House Garrick, who happens to specialize in airship design. If you have need of services from either of them, I will send word ahead to inform them that they are to be as accommodating as they would be to other friends. That is much appreciated. Now, with that being said, I do have to ask that the those three seeds, they're with the Lord at his manor. So you will need to misplace them into different hands. Let's say. Easy enough. So, be careful, because 
failing on one job could lead to more difficulties on the other. But if you do get all three, I will be sure to help in any way I can with information as well as the services of House Garrick. And just to confirm, and, one individual holds all three deeds, correct? Yes, it is the Lord that owns the Crystal Maiden. So, I bet you. you the, I bet the Lord that owns the Crystal Maiden also has keys for the boat. Well, in that regard, uh, Good Master Bennett will be able to. Uh, Fully describe the inner workings of most airships, including the Crystal Maiden. So, when it comes to the mechanical nature of the ship itself and how to function and drive and, and maintain it and do whatever you need to do to get it out of that place, he would know how. In a multitude of ways, depending on the cost. Mm. Definitely someone I would recommend talking to. Theo, well, he makes things that hurt things and protects you from getting hurt by things. I mean, always a good person to know. Indeed. And his and, unique knowledge. And, a, kind of. and point of clarification, because I thought you'd said that the three deeds were in three warehouses earlier on. but we No, there are four three warehouses. There's four. There's four deeds in three warehouses. No, there's three deeds that Each are deed is for a warehouse. different warehouse. There are yeah. three warehouses all day. Yep. Three deeds, three warehouses. Okay, that's making more sense. Because why would you keep a deed in a warehouse? So, what if it's a warehouse that stores deeds? That doesn't sound very house. mean of securing your... Right. <laughs> Why are you helping them? Under the mattress, yeah. Because it's your birthday, it's required to gang up on you? Fuck you. Happy but... birthday! Thank birthday. you. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being dense on this. So it's it's four, it's four three warehouses all day, and then... Yep. 3D. Three by three. Okay. I th where where the four come from? We're getting. You misheard something. Uh, yeah. So we're three just getting warehouses, three parts of the city. They're all. You switched the, the article and the number. Yeah, there there's three deeds. They're all at the. They're all Abby warehouses the in the market, Dayton. and they're all in House Lordane. Right, yeah. Right. Or unless you're talking about the Crystal Tavern, which no. is still House Lordane. Yeah. They got a thing for crystals, huh? Yeah. So. Now, with that being said, we have information shared. Everything's done. Our dealings are technically under contract. I believe this was a successful business meeting. I'm available anytime you want to teach me how to kill stuff. <laughs> well. Hmm. Tell you what, when we get this all said and done, business included, 
I guess I could come out of retirement for one final show, as it were. And uh, depending on the context of bombs, it was Zayla say, uh, well, why I got my nickname. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hip it, hooray! All righty, this is this has been a very interesting day. All right, could be worse. We could have fought, <laughs> and I feel that have been very tragic. Well, don't worry. There will be a. Uh... Enough skull bashing in your future, I think. Because, you know, worst comes to worst is always plan Z, and with that comes kill as many guards as you can to know in the on duty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Not the most elegant, but it's effective. Why well, keep these polished, you know? Ready and re ready for using my head. Although I will say, um, Koros, when you go to speak with him in whatever manner you see fit, I do ask that he leave. Damn it. Okay. Just need him to be able to do some extra work here and there. Nothing too fanciful. If a limb must be taken, make it a lower one. <laughs> okay. His hands in it. And that was maimed but alive? Maimed's the... fine, but alive. Preferably. Okay. Okay. Your your audio cut out, Chris, so that's where I'm, ah. I'm getting clarifications here. Sorry. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's basically saying maimed is fine, but alive. Fair enough. Fair enough. He has used it. All right. But it's not a deal breaker, let's say it that way. So, team, would we like to? Well, you an uh, with... if you, Sebastian, if you could lead us to uh, the space where we can uh, leave our dragons for the moment, um, and we will prepare to um, go get those deeds. Well, it goes. Walks over down the main hall, and then beneath the balcony on the second uh, story, with the stairs kind of yeah, what's that called? The semicircle stairs come up to the top. But um, underneath there, there's a few doors and stuff like that. You the main singular front like, center door uh, pops open. The door you do see a, a bit of an arcane glow around it, and inside is what can only be described as mechanically a Mordekainen's mansion mounted to the door frame where the internal space has been set up as a dragon aviary. Hold on. I'm going to switch my network real quick. Two seconds. Good. There it goes. All right. 
So, they may stay here as long as they wish. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Raven, in the door. I'll be back later, baby. Small little shadow. Raven's got a really cool name. I'll give you a <laughs> right. back, I promise. <laughs> so. Off you go, Cuddles. The most disgruntled blue dragon ever. <laughs> Anyhow. So. Once they're all in the, adjourned into the, you know, magical space of awesomeness for them, he shuts the door. It's easier than actually putting a room there. Yeah, shrugs. Your rooms are on the second floor. The west side of the building would be the uh, suite for the guests. So you can. Find a room to your liking. Thank you again, Sebastian. No problem. Um, mutually douchebaggery problems dying horribly. So what? Much. What? What'd you say? I didn't catch that. Oh, uh, he's basically just. Like, uh, to our mutual enemies being fucked. <laughs> ah, yes, to that. Here, yeah. Here. So. I will leave you to your endeavors. You may come and go as you please. The wards will not harm you for the time being. If I just declassify you as allies at any point in time, those wards will eject you. Suddenly. Where is this place we're going to go get deeds from? Is the state more than like. Ah, oh, that's right. Okay. Big building behind the ship. Okay. So basically just want to stay over. So, at the moment, above table type thing, you guys have Kuros to go talk to him. You have... Uh, Charlie and Theo to go talk to. And steal. Sub objective part of stealing said ship would be stealing the deed. Bonus objective as well. Optional side quest. Yeah. Required side quest because he promised to help us make individuals disappear with the delivery of such deeds so required quest <laughs> from a certain character standpoint yes this is the great team meeting i i arrive in this game as a hunter minotaur i will leave this estate as a rogue minotaur <laughs> Via the training I have received from this very scary man. You also have the uh, the Hunter's Guild check and you wanted to do. I, well, I could. you know what I was 
was going to ask, considering that Theo is a hunter, would he not be able to, like, do the training or the testing or whatever? Yeah. There, there's an ex- We may need him for either getting me in or forging me in or just providing access to a campsite. I don't have to do a damn thing yet in any rushed manner. Theo's good people. Out of character. I'm not metagaming right now. This is <laughs> Luna telling you, the person, that uh, Theo's good people. Oh. Don't give him coffee. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So, uh, once we get to the, the room and we settle in, I'll uh, turn to Rabson and Kerrigan and say, so, we have a few items on our list. Which would we prefer to do first? We have talking to Theo, Charlie, um, Chorus, and uh, retrieving the deeds. Depends how violent you want to get is who we're going to talk to. I'm sensing there hasn't been enough bloodshed on the day. (laughs) Well, I mean, if we go speak with Koros, uh, it's probably not going to end well for him. Yeah. And uh, Theo and Charlie are cool. And I'm still in character about all this. Like, I sense you two haven't had enough action on your day. So would you like to start this laundry list with speaking with Koros? I am perfectly capable of talking and not stabbing, okay? I think I am, too. That explains our luck on this day, that both of you are primed to not stab this stab anyone and we all got dragons so today apparently is going to be a really lucky day let's test this luck let's go talk to Koros alright we're off to talk to Koros so with your knowledge of the city Kerrigan you you know the way to this he owns uh, Koros is curios uh, is his primary business front. He is a mage for hire of some of some notoriety. Um, occasionally, uh, with the right prodding or payment, uh, he has done little jobs and things like that for the different gangs and stuff. As far as like maybe hooking up with an enchanted weapon here or there, or maybe even like using a disguise to get people in and out of the city. Yeah, I mean, different things like that. He's helped out with it in the past, as long as adequate prodding or payment has been leveraged. But because of the said workings, he somewhat, uh, his client confidentiality is high. That's what you do know about him. So you know the location of his shop and a general basic understanding of his, you know, undercity or reputation. Yeah. Okay, well, I tell everybody this on the way there. Figures. 
Hey, it helps, no, James. I sounded like this this weird guy on the internet for a minute while I was telling you all the story. Yep. Um. Based on time of day, travel, you I'd put you closer to like noon, one o'clock. Um, on arriving at his shop at that point, he would actually be out for the day. Well, that's unfortunate. Can any one of you detect magic? I don't know what that is. Like, above tabletop, is that like a feature oh. or a, it's a spell? It's, yeah, no. it, well, it's a feature, too. So, it, yes, it is all those things, but as a rogue, no, you do not have anything that would do it. Or other... Oh, I'm thinking more of my other items. My other thing in my jigger is not rogue. I don't think you have anything that can. I don't think I do either, if that's what I was looking at. Uh, I don't think... Yeah, no. The only person who even has a shot at it might be you. I don't have it. I can't. Yeah, no. He wouldn't get it for night... Or under fighter until Eldritch Knight, if at all. Same thing with Spell Thief for Rogue. Right, we're there, right? We got to the curio shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah he it basically got a sign that he's out for the day, the day essentially, the, or the rest of the day is the way it's worded. A knock on the door. So after a few moments, Goros does answer the door. That's, uh, I didn't think that was going to work. He looks to you all. He nice. looks like he hasn't slept. He looks haggard. What? You look rough, friend. That's not an answer to that question, but okay. Yes, it's been a long day. Starting of the second. So I have friends uh, from down below in the city that have told me that you're the person to speak to about uh, acquiring certain magical items. Yeah, I can probably do something about that. I need to recoup losses anyway. Sure, come on in. He kind of like moves the door open all the way and invites you all into the shop. 
in we walk. And shuts the door behind you guys, and the shop's a bit of a mess. It's been smashed apart. There's remnants of a robot smashed to pieces. Um, yeah, it looks like someone's been through this place with a fine tooth comb. Got in a fight with the missus? <laughs> if only. No. No, came back and uh shop was like this. Uh not how I left it at all. Um There's like broken glass everywhere, beakers shattered. Um It looks nasty. And like the robot that's downed in the middle of the room uh looks to be a lifter bot. And, uh, looks like it's been chewed on by a very large rat. So, um, sucks that your robot got all bitten up. Yeah. Where'd Did you, you hear about work? <laughs> So um, I've run into this board that I am trying to get through, and it's very well done. And I'm trying to figure out how to get through it. What do you recommend? Depends on the warding. Um, sometimes they're keyed into like command words that can be shut off. Other times they're keyed into items that can be worn so that individuals can pass through it without harm. There's a bunch of different ways that can be done. Uh, I wouldn't know unless I saw the item itself and kind of gave it a once over. Can you tell based on what it looks like, like the color or the, I don't know, the way it shines? I... Uh, it doesn't quite work like that. Uh, there's some magic involved, and once it's cast, I can see the way the arcane is working through the warding. Uh, I think he's dead. <laughs> okay. I I I really above table. I really want to say um um we, we think it may be one you had a hand in setting up. <laughs> I don't think it would be a good idea, but I want to. I mean. So it, I mean, it does kind of look similar to the one I've seen out by the ship on display. Oh, I see. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. That's not going to get broken anytime soon. That one's a unique magical item type of thing. Can I roll persuasion to see if I can get him to talk about it? Yes. Uh, meanwhile, while you're doing this, I know Ember's engaged with you on the RP side of things. Rasmin, what are you doing? Shop's disheveled, everything's around you, busted up. Looks like someone was looking for something. I'm trying to think of what I actually could be doing. Um, I mean, 
Never mind, you can investigate the scene. Yeah. Because I, I was, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and just run that. All right. Not much. Um, wow, the rolls. Yeah. They are rough tonight. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I rolled a dirty 20, so. Good. Um, yeah, you're kind of taking a look around the room. It, it looks a hot mess. Um, oops, mark that one up. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, as the conversation continues with Ember and uh, Aragon with uh, Toros. Yeah, they're, they're always tied to magical items when the barrier's that strong. Basically, if you try to force your way through it with physical means or even trying to interrupt it with magical means in such a way, it won't actually work most of the time. It's very high-level enchantment. Uh, they usually require some sort of magical device of some sort to be able to pass through the barrier. Um, Yeah, with that set up, you'd have to get a hold of the person who set the barrier and either convince them to make a new item to pass through the barrier or get them to give you the one they made. But that's about it. Is that why your shack is a... in disrepair? I mean... I would assume so, but let's be honest, uh, I may owe money to a few people as well, so it could be that. I don't know which. You don't even know what it's missing from owe? here yet, do you? So I have an accurate accounting of every item in this shop. And according to the inventory, while it is all destroyed, um, there's nothing missing. How much do what you owe? Not enough to justify this. Well, not here anyway. But nothing's missing, right? No, the cash was still in the chest. Yeah, it's well, honestly, befuddling and. Whoever it was apparently had a large rat. Makes sense with the teeth marks. So your ward is still safe and effective? A multitude of them are. I mean, at this point... It... I'm not gonna lie to you. This it's one of those situations where he's starting to take a second look at all of you. So, give me, uh, give me. Can I blitz attack? Just, well, give me deception checks first. See if this, right. if he picks up on it. Is that? That kind of 20. flagged him as like, wait a minute. 
19, so, 20, and 14. I mean, that's got to be either being very kind or very cruel. I don't know which, but that's a 13 for him. So, no, he does not notice. So, this I'm point. I'm the, the bit that I'm thinking of. We're here from one of the local estates, and we're trying to make sure that security is still maintained around the area's prized possession. And we were coming here along for other business, but it would seem this is a ransacked shack, and this actually raises concern for the security of perhaps even multiple wards, considering that you have a lot of workings in the area, correct? I have a few, and trust me, all of the wards are still safe. Again, as I stated to your companion just a moment ago, it would require being forced to make a new item of whatever to break some of these those type of wards, or in general, most of the wards I've placed around the city are more anti-scrying. So, it shouldn't be an issue either way. I mean, to be fair, with this kind of damage, it could just be Ren being a dick. So, I don't rightly know. Still investigating. Question out of character. Um, do you need to be proficient in sleight of hand to use sleight of hand? No. Technically, you don't. That's pickpocket now, right? Like, there's no pickpocket, it's sleight of hand. Yeah, it's sleight of hand. I will try to sleight <laughs> no. of hand and see if I could take something off of him. What in particular are you aiming for? Like, he's got quite a accoutrement. I'm trying to get really lucky and steal the damn item that he's talking about. Uh, can we run okay. an eye? Can we run an eye contact play? And well, I'll tell you what. Here's here's how we'll we'll do this. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check to see if you can eyeball something that might be the key to a you know ward of some sort. Meanwhile, I will give you, Aaron, the persuasion check to hold attention to that grants advantage on the sleight of hand. I got a 10. Damn. <laughs> Your hands. Or at least you don't see it. 24. I'm a, I'm a giant minotaur in his shop. I, I hold attention quite well, it would seem. Apparently. Jesus. All right. This you get. But you, <laughs> you missed. All right. So. Didn't he run with advantage on that? It, no, he gets to roll the sleight of hand with advantage. Oh, okay. His was just a perception check. So, the series of events transpires. Um, you give him a once-over with his massive persuasion, he notices and starts playing into it. He's got his full attention in this conversation as you're looking him over. Honestly, the, there's only a couple items you see that are probably of worth. One's the robe he's wearing. Uh, he's got a pouch on his hip. You don't know what's in it. And the necklace around his neck.
Which item do you go for? What I mean, do I do? each one has different DCs, each one has different, you know, net worth. I'm going to assume that the necklace is what we're looking for. Okay. That's your sleight of hand roll? He keeps it within view of his face. Okay. With you? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Alright. Light of hand roll with advantage. Uh I'm gonna get my dagger ready just in case I gotta stab some hands. Gotcha. I I will notice him going for his dagger and will also prepare my dagger in case it's needed. Okay. Okay. That was weird. I it rolled normal, not with advantage. No. Also, uh, it said four with my modifier of three, which is a seven. But when I rolled it, it was an eleven on the die. <laughs> I love when that thing so breaks. I, I don't know how that happened. It sometimes look weird. Where it looks weird on the screen, admittedly. Yeah. Yeah, it was stuck in the corner, and it was like slightly over to the four, but mostly on the eleven. Yeah. Well, I am in light of these two preparing well, to stab a motherfucker. I'm very engaged in the conversation that I'm having well, because I care about the mission. Yeah. So you have advantage. You get to roll twice. Yeah, I'm gonna roll again. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Holy oh, crap! The eleven you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, I I will say uh, you have a mulligan. If you yeah, yeah, I'm gonna mulligan. Listen, if I mulligan, do I get advantage again or no? Yeah, you rule the same roll, but as it was. You're gonna fool four tries on this. Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get above that DC. So. In this weird situation where you're talking to him, well, I'm talking to you about this, and like you're up in his thing, like get really getting in with the conversation with him. You just see Kerrigan reach over, pop the little clasp on the back of the necklace as it starts to fall. You see your hand just switch positions underneath and catch it and pulls it in and away without being noticed. Uh, currently in your possession, you have a magic item, which is in the system because I did my homework. Um, I will tell you the name of it here in a second. I had the name of it earlier, but Bulwark's Bulwark's Runic Necklace. And this is Kerrigan that caught it, right? Yep. Okay. There's a blue item. Add to your I just read the description. Yeah. I put it away immediately. So, you put it away immediately. Seemingly uncaught. Conversation continues for a moment, and then he's like, yeah, I, I just... Look, dude, you, 
wherever you're at or whoever you're representing, their wards should be just fine. All the warding and everything like that is top-notch. It shouldn't be an issue. Most of them have the only access. Okay. Before we go, though, side project. Uh, I need to detonate something from really far away. Do you have any kind of magical device for that? Well, yeah, you could use resonating crystal. Oh, okay. I'm not used to this kind of work, my friend. Do you have any available? Kind of reaches over, grabs his little book out, and opens it up. I do. They were in the warehouse, not in the store. But yes, I should have some resonating crystals available. Uh, could you have them delivered to the Garrick estate for us? Uh, we'll pay for them now. Okay, uh, that'll be 100 gold pieces. Uh, group chat real quick. I only have 49. <laughs> Four. I think we just take them with us now. And... 53. Was that 100 gold pieces for just the rocks or for the delivery? No, that's just for the resonating crystals. Delivery to the Garrick estate would be fine. Sebastian's a good dude. Okay, I will throw down 30 gold pieces. Well, 40. I could do 40. Ravsvin, should we split the other 60, 30-30? I guess so. I guess so. Easy come, easy go. No. The way these work, resonating crystals, essentially take a simple verbal command, whatever you designate them as when you pull them apart. Uh, on that verbal command, it will cause the other crystal not being spoken to to create a small detonation. Perfect. Effectively, remotely blowing stuff up. Well, thank you so much for your time, and I hope your shop is repaired swiftly. Me as well. God knows I don't know how much more loss I can take at the moment. As he kind of, like, kicks the robot. Above table, um, you said they create the resonating crystals create a small explosion. Mm -hmm. Is it possible to get the artificer to make it, like, a bigger explosion? Like, is that something that can be manipulated? I was just going to strap it to a bomb. <laughs> okay, that works too. I mean, unless you want a fuse, that's also a bomb, basically. But, alright, cool. I mean, yes. <laughs> um, entirely possible. I leave. You'll have to see. Quickly. Alright, click here again. Makes her way out. I'll give, oh, we've, we've, I'll give one last glance around the store and say good luck in your repairs and leave as well. Alright. Thank you for securing the, uh, what is it? Providing confidence over your wares, over your work. It has put my Lord in great distress as of late. He's a paranoid type, so it's it's not you. It's not your reputation by any means. But um yes, uh Fire your shop. Have a good day.
exit as well. As well. As you're the last one out the door, he finally locks it behind you, kind of draws a shade, and hear some, you know, muffled fucking dumb shit, robots and fucking, as he's cleaning up. So, Where you have successfully made it out of there with a necklace. Yeah, that's a good necklace to have. Okay. So, was that necklace of any use for us, Kerrigan? Yeah, I think this is what we needed. <laughs> like, exactly what we needed. Oh, thank God. Alrighty, then... Then off to our next task. Would we like to continue the conversations on this wonderful afternoon? Hey, if uh, they do, not in the street. Quick question. Um, would I know what this necklace is, or would we have to take it to... Uh, okay. Uh, we'll take it to... Um, the artificer would be able to identify yeah, it? Gonna, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go okay. to Charlie. So we don't know where he's going to go to Charlie and talk to him. I just, I'll retcon. And I had a really good feeling about this necklace, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can let it go. <laughs> it's a downside to not having index cards. Very <laughs> bassy information. But, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, you guys head over to Charlie at the, basically at the Garrick Docks. Um, on the western side of the city, the upper portion dock area is literally owned, operated, and maintained by the House Garrick. Um, it is enough to fit a small fleet into port at any given time and still rent out half the docks for another set. Uh, nestled in this cluster of buildings and, and cranes and workshops and stuff, um, you do find a place that... From the looks of it, seems to be a sign hung above it made from the bones of some big creature that just spells out Theos along the side of the building. Are they Drake bones? Yep. Oh, I love this kid. So. And you still hear the, the heated discussion going on inside. No, I'm telling you. Cannons. Cannons. Just saying. Cannons. As you guys are approaching. Doors wide open. <laughs> and it's one of those like uh, warehouse like slide doors, so it's it's open open. Um inside you do see as you approach and come around. Um it is a workshop of workshops. It has got a bunch of the best equipment, materials, stockpiles laid out and neat uniform stacks um there's a few very oddly shaped automatons running around you know i mean made from like monster bits and parts uh carved and cut and assembled together to resemble what looks like the standard uh sort of light automatons but this is like you know I don't know, man. Frankenstein's monster version. <laughs> Helping them around the shop. And they're like moving tools back to where they belong and stuff like that. And they're sitting there having, you know, a cup of tea and arguing about the advantages of using dragon skin hide and stuff still. 
um, now more prevalent in the conversation as there is a pile of it laid out across the bench behind him uh, as to why the discussion was happening. Um, they see you guys approaching. Hey! If it ain't the two, you know, line cutters in their muscle. Hi. Hello again to you, too. Eh, he wouldn't listen to us anyway. We just do it every morning to piss with him. So, Charlie, I hear you're an artificer. <laughs> he absolutely scratches half of an eyebrow above his mechanical eye. Yeah, you could say that. Look, I'd never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, some of my better work. But, yeah, I've worked with a few different things, mostly ships. Did you identify something for me? Sure. Easy enough. I toss him the necklace. Catches it. Gives it once over, just looking at it. it hasn't moved cast or nothing like that. He just looks at it. Yeah, that's a bulwark. Uh, runic. Definitely. Um, seems to be some kind of pass energy or, or transference energy displacement. Looks like uh, if you had it on, it would let you pass through a barrier of some sort or some kind of warding. I knew it. Take it, you know where it goes then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, not a problem. Good handiwork, though. Stone carving's a little shit, but can't say everybody takes such pride in their work. Would it only allow for one person to pass through with that necklace? Yeah, uh, where would have to be attuned to it in order to uh, pass through the barrier unharmed. I mean, much as a barrier works anyway, depending on the context of the situation, but given the context that Sebastian told me earlier, I'm assuming you're trying to steal the Crystal Maiden want to get past its bulwark, and this is the only way to get on the ship where you would need to take the Arcadian Crystal out of Why it. Why is hold. everyone here so freaking <laughs> smart? This is... As he literally is talking at that speed the whole time. I and just accelerating as he's going forward. He stops for a second and goes, But that's just based on what I saw. What kind of door guard are you? <laughs> Why are we even wearing these outfits, everyone? Oh, to be fair, most people aren't as uh, well-versed and trained as I am in the arcane arts. And secondly, most people didn't spend 30,000 gold pieces on one eye. Because he's got to adjust one. Sorry, your illusions were quite well done, but nevertheless useless against my eye. Above tabletop. How is he able to tell? Because I'm a changeling. Uh, there is a device that can tell, and it's a red gem that he has mounted in this orbital socket. It's okay. true seeing. It's a true seeing gem. Gold that's invested in that eye. It's just you that gem. See, <laughs> you can see the interest rate on on a mortgage and a house you buy in another life. Okay. I mean, they're true seeing goggles. They see the true shape of all things, whether you want to or not. So basically, even uh, Kerrigan in this instance was a tiefling. It basically she would have a translucent appearance of that elf that she was imitating over her. With you, she only sees doppelganger. Which is your true form. So, that's just how true seeing works. 
the downside to it is in this context, he can't turn it off. So he actually knows every magical item on you, what its magical enchantments are, and everything to that effect at this point. Whether he wanted to or not. Fantastic. Yeah, the other downside is there are no eyelids. So... <laughs> That's the situation with Charlie. But, yeah, that's how he was able to do it mechanically. Alright, before we get before we get in. Did you know all this, Theo? Theo right now, like our batting stuff. average is duck. Is Theo right there? Yeah, he's right? sitting there. Yeah. Like, did no. you know any of this until he started speaking up, by the way? Not a fucking clue until Sebastian told me. He just sips on the tea. Yes. Honestly, I thought you were a hunter's. Uh, you get one one out of three on that one, kid. Okay. I mean, uh, I'm not like those two, though. I, I just make stuff. It's nice to know as a regular person in our midst these days, today is such a trip. Yeah, there, there are some interesting fellows, I'll say that. Charlie turns around, shut up, boy. You're not wrong, but shut up. So... With all this being said, and I'm assuming that's what you want it for, you need to find its Arcanum Crystal. He had to have used one to power it. Otherwise, that barrier would have come down by now. Wait, explain more of that. Does it have Arcanum. to be that specific crystal or any Arcanum Crystal? It'd be one that's on the ship. Oh, I see. It'd be what's powering the barrier. Um, once you have... A, a hold on that, essentially it loses its ability to do much for the barrier at that point. So, you got an Arcanum Crystal. What they're worth anymore. Most people kind of disdain on them. Their unique construction requires more sacrifice than most people are willing to give up. I like to sacrifice things. What you talking about? Well, then you'll have no problem taking it with you. Um, Worthwhile, doesn't run out of energy, require fuel when placed into an airship. I would give you an airship for one. Go on. So, I mean... Says Mr. I hate flying. I didn't say I had to get on this one, but I like this guy's proactivity. I mean, if you're going to take it with you anyway, it's probably a larger one. It means I can actually use it to construct an airship using one that does not require fuel. Maybe not be the fastest, but not having a fuel cost is always preferential. So, for that, I'd definitely trade in one of my, you know, models of airship I've built. I've got a few. Would you like to see some? Muted. Muted. I, yeah, sorry. Um... I, if you want to look at them, that's fine. I, I'm uninterested. Sure. They're great. He opens up his coat and his robe, and you just see bottles hanging inside of them. Wait, bottled ships? Yeah. This... About six or seven of them. So if you drop those, do they grow very quickly? <laughs> yes, they do. You know a better way to transport airships around? 
Nope. Legend riding one. Only putting an airship on an airship. That's all I would so, think of. Uh, question for you. How how do you manage to get those airships shrunk like that? There's some significant cost. And sadly, so not an time. option for stealing a ship. Not unless you want to sit with it for like 15 to 20 minutes. While it's drinking? Muted again. If I, I mean, if only one person can get in with the necklace, no one else can get into the barrier. Well, I don't recommend being on it when you do it. How tight is the barrier around the ship? I don't know. I haven't bothered to look. Uh, Crystal Maiden's uh, a uh, bit of a relic. Minor faster. Sure. But you, but you were saying if we got the right rock inside of that barrier, it would destabilize it or something like that? I was yeah. trying to catch what you... It would destabilize the barrier and bring the barrier down and allow whoever you wanted to get in. As long as they were close enough by, they could react fast enough. They could get in and get on before the guards would be able to respond. Certainly. Fair enough. And we were told by Sebastian that you are familiar enough with airships that you could actually help us be adequately prepared to pilot said airship? Simple enough. Just requires the activation rod. Uh, weren't we going to have Maris come pilot it? That is plan A. And I like that plan A. But just in case, one of you should be pretty decent on, on driving this thing. Because we're just going to port Maris in, right? Well, we would have to send out the signal, and she would be there within... 30 minutes, I think, is what she said. Right. And should we, should 30 minutes be too long? I, I, I have notes on here somewhere. Give me a second. Also, would that rock actually um, disrupt our portation tool? The words would. The wards would mess it up, but if if the ward if that singular ward is deactivated by the was it the Archaeus rock? Fuck. It's an Arcanum stone. Arcanum stone. So basically, what Charlie was saying is, if you guys take possession of the rock by physically grabbing it, that will bring the ward down because now it has a new owner, so it's not powering the original spell anymore. Okay, so you grab the Arcanum stone that is making, and that'll drop the ward. So if we go with that route, it would be a, we send out the signal, wait until she's almost there to drop the ward, because that will clearly bring notice to the ward being dropped. Considering it's a bright, shiny shit. Unless there's some other massive distraction. Like a Thieves' Guild blowing up? Well, it depends on the context of the mission. 
What context are you missing? Well, based on the information you guys have right now, Thieves Guild detonates to distract from sealing of the ship. Sealing of the ship is mission critical for the Crimson Syndicate. This is your join-up thing for them. Right. On the other hand, you do have another option of stuff here, too, where the, the Thieves Guild blowing up is the distraction for the ship. The ship is the distraction for the deeds. And you net all three in one go. That sounds like some fun. Okay. And that's the potential you have here. Because, as pointed out by uh, Luna here, we have the item needed for someone to get on the ship by themselves. Yes. And potentially only one of two ways on that ship, period. So, Which getting... means we could give it to whatever her name was that's supposed to pilot it, and while that distraction is occurring, we can go inside House Lordain, which is apparently right outside, right behind where Next this is docked, yeah. and take the deeds or have the deeds uh, misplace themselves uh, while the commotion is occurring, because everyone would be trying to take care of the ship. Yeah, that fits. Have we tossed out the entire premise of bottling up the ship then? Do we want I mean, to bottle up the ship or do we want to arcanum this re reacquire the ward? And well, that's the thing. At the end of the day, the arcanum crystal, point. yeah, the arcanum crystal with the, that's powering the ward, or the case may be, could also be, you know dropped somehow or taken somehow. It depends on what which goals you want to go for here, because you have a couple options. If you get the Arcanum Crystal, you'll gain access to it, your own airship, as long as you give it to Charlie. On the other hand, you get the three deeds for Sebastian, and House Garrick owes you one. But, what could happen is we could... Have the Thieves Guild blowing up as the initial distraction. Right. Call in. Call in, what's your face? Call in Maris. Um, and then just prior to Maris arriving, one of us can have the bulwark, the necklace, go on and take the crystal in time for Maris to get there, pilot the ship out while the other person or persons are misplacing the deeds. We do have three people on this team. I mean, that would put one of you solo on deck with uh, Maris. One of us uh, that can change shape needs to go for the ship because we can disguise ourselves as the wizard that we stole the necklace from. Yeah, that's a good point. My, my thought they're... is that um, I, w I was assuming that Rabson is going to be the one um, working on blowing up the Thieves Guild anyways, considering the hate of ships. I can, go, I can be going for either the, the deeds or the or initiating the explosion on the ships, because we do have the remote detonation. 
we just actually have to set up the the bombs themselves around in the thieves guild the, in the thieves guild that's actually i think the only like logistical nightmare and also clearly identifying where the deeds are or what they might be secured behind in the in the mansion in the estate Those are like the the curious questions at the present time. Oh, that's one of you. Well, one of you. Who, which one of you two are gonna get on the ship? I, I guess would be one question. To at least get the attunement out of the way. Or do we want more information before we even make that decision? The problem I have is that I want to do all of them and can't decide which one would be the most fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, a lot of this, like, part of me is trying to figure out ways, like, mentally as a player, like, how would I go about accomplishing all of it? But another part of it is, like, man, that getting all of it would be good, but what is the one thing I'm willing to let slide? Okay, we don't technically have to go to the Thieves Guild to do that part. Mm -mm. We just gotta trick someone to take the bomb into the Thieves Guild for us, because it's remote detonated. Do you know of a dumb enough member of the Thieves Guild to take that bomb as a present well, to someone wait, that resides in the Thieves but, Guild? But are there any Cobalt in the Thieves Guild? Yeah. <laughs> that just... Are you just thinking just tell the Cobalts to take this back to their Thieves Guild masters and... No, no, no. It's a... Uh... Hey, Cobalt. I think I saw the people you're looking for. They went in there. Or, hey, Cobalt, uh, the Thieves Guild hired me to have this delivered, but I don't have time. I'll pay you a gold piece to take it for me. That. I think I could pull that off. And then you give them a box full of something that looks valuable, and hidden inside of it is the boom boom. Yes. Also, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think I got, I think I'll lay the persuasion on that. Now I get to do my mulligan as well, so I could secure that part for just getting the thief skills handled. We're also probably not going to be exploding thief skill tonight. I just have to find the kobolds. That's actually, like, between the easiest and the hardest thing to do in this whole thing, is just find these dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of surprised we haven't run into them once the session. Do we have our bomb roll for it, in, by the way? Do we have our actual bomb in hand yet? Or do oh, we no, not yet. yet. It's going to be delivered, yeah. though. It'll be delivered it's, to the estate. You said you rolled for it? I rolled for it. They're not around at the moment, but... At the it could be. I just need to go to the market. I just need to go to the mar for the market. At, at yeah, there's point, still way Cobalt's got up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just, I just need to go in or around near. Chris will use his own mulligan to try to get these fuckers to show up. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> the only thing I actually then am sort of concerned about is just verifying an easy access point for whichever one of you two are going to acquire the deeds out of the estate. So I think 
both of us are suited for either the deeds or the ship because we can both change yeah. shape. So if whoever's going for the deeds can just make themselves look like a guard for the state or something. So it's yeah, not suspicious. Yeah, I was suspicious. kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah I, I'm much more concerned about like them being in a lockbox or something like that. I do not I mean, recall if you guys have like thieves tools or anything like that. Also assuming, you know, one of you just couldn't be hired as a guard. Like there's multiple approaches to this thieves. You know what I mean? Hiring a Minotaur on to his guard duty for the night shift? Not exactly a hard sell. That's true. This is true. Yeah, yeah I mean, there there is other options well, or approaches. We're still within like 28, 29 days of this contract, basically. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you've got, yeah, we got you know, time. weeks of time. You don't have to rush. I might be so. able to get in with the Thieves Guild because of the type of tiefling I am. Uh, legacy of Malbog. I'm like a tiefling thief. Right. Yeah. Just because of my bloodline. Yep. Hi. Hey, cat. Hi. Cool. What's going on? We're still kind of mid-game. Oh, I'm sorry. I can leave. Quite about it, at least. Yep. So... Moving right along with it. Um, you guys have a few different options, a few different ways you could go about doing these things and stuff like that. I think for tonight, though, I'll call it there. Um, let you guys think it over and give you some time to really figure out which type of approaches you guys want to go for. Uh, moving on to the next stages, because three goals currently on the table are blow up the Thieves Guild in some way, shape, or form, heal the ship, heal the deeds, and get the Arcanum Crystal out of it. I think we can nail all of this at the same time. I mean, it's potential, but there is a lot of potential points of failure. So it's definitely doable. Well, and, and especially if Aaron infiltrates House Lorraine as a night guard, he can kind of scope out to see where the deeds would potentially be held. It and then, be a way to get in if you, you know. Right. Yeah, and then, we can run time on that. And maybe there's right. even more to actually acquire. And while that's happening, we can also figure out our plan for taking the ship and determining patterns of guards and when the most opportune time would be and that oh. kind of stuff. He would also know, because he's one of them. That, that's true. What was the name of the stone again? Arcanum. Arcanum stone. They are, lore-wise, ancient relics that basically... Two ways to do it. You have the right spell that will rip the soul from a dragon and shove it into a crystal that's specially prepared. And basically it, it'll fuel magic uh, kind of indefinitely, almost like a permanency type of effect. Uh, so long as it's the seated power source. I am curious um, what came first, Aragons, Dragon Hearts, or this Arcanum Stone idea. Well, it's similar to their, their Dragon Hearts kind of thing to a certain degree, but it's a little different. There are ones that are volunteers that become those, and then there are others that are literally ripped into being that way. Yeah, so we have blow up these these guild, not gold, steel boat, three deeds, stone is kind of a bonus one. You know, if we nail all of these, 
then this uh, club we're trying to get into, they better like boost us up a couple ranks. Basically. Also, I can already imagine us like as we're discussing what we're doing, it's playing out and there's like some cool baseline going because it's totally Ocean's Eleven. This is exactly Ocean's Ocean's Eleven. This is enough level of things happening to actually be Ocean's Eleven. We just need to find a really tiny, skinny acrobat guy to help us crawl through a vent or something. He's on the other team. Uh, right. Uh, what we really need is just like that Matt Damon character. It's like, what about this? Like, we don't worry about that. We're not worried about that part. What if the cops show up? We don't worry about. We're not worried about that part. And then it turns out I was the cop the whole time. Um, that's damn near what we're doing here. Alrighty. Um, so you said we're pretty much good on the call here. We've got our possibilities. I gotta say, this is like the most fun I've ever had with an RP group. Like, really? Like, Yeah, no, because like every other game I've been in has been just like fight, 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 nonstop. Yeah. And this oh. is awesome. Thank you. That's actually really awesome for I'm debating how much our my at least our my newness is putting too much dead air into the experience. Oh no. But okay, beautiful. I talk a lot too, so it works out. Oh no, I, I really appreciate it. I really I really appreciate it. <laughs> I can feel dead air with nonsense, but you're like, hey, here's progress. Oh, he knows where the progress is or the opportunity is. Yay, thank you for veteranship. I've I've had other DMs get me to come into games that are too stale just to move them. Fair hmm. enough. Fair enough. So we have so I'm I'm actually notating these for for myself. We have me running as guard. We have Cobalt as delivery. There's a few options. We I've got the, the basic objectives written out. I'm getting the uh, prep done so I can get the what you liked, what you didn't like type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, um, what was, was, were you suggesting that Kerrigan just actually play Infiltration on the Thieves Guild itself? Well, in that regard, if you take the, the manor and do the guard detail and stuff like that to get in and find them and all that good stuff and do the information gathering there, uh, Kerrigan's got the better contacts to locate the Thieves Guild and possible ways yeah. of approach there. Um, I probably well, if, already know some of them too. Possibly, yeah, well, if Kerrigan reserves the option to just even just have a one-time visit to the Thieves Guild and just plant the bomb in a place that'll never be somehow combed over by a Thieves Guild set, then we just get to click our button when it's time to go. You yeah, kind of. It's just sitting in the back of like you know, rum storage, as it were. You know, highly possible. Then, I'm pretty sure rum would be pretty well used, but I understand your point. But yeah, it's more like whatever can be set up to where it's like, okay, and go. Yeah. Then it's like, we can just be two weeks waiting on just for whatever other trigger needs to actually happen. We need like just figuring out which trigger needs to be like, is the most important that, trigger that is without much compromise or much flexibility. Well, the hard part then becomes uh, basically getting onto the boat, getting Maris to the boat. So. That's going to be the tricky, out in the open, Grand Theft Auto type fucking heist. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Cool. Whereas yours is more subtlety during distraction, and Kerrigan's in this regard is the pre-stage planning, setting it type setup. So it's the different different types of heists in each one, and each one has its own difficulties. Because if you get caught sticking your nose where it doesn't belong, now you got to fight your way in through them and get the deeds and get out. Kerrigan gets caught planting bombs in the thieves' guild. Well, that's just gonna, Kerrigan's just gone <laughs> at that point. Uh, thieves make them disappear, yeah. and then all the while, you know, blatant Grant that thought a boat and hauling ass with it, not exactly the easiest thing in the world sometimes, especially with the you know Dragon Rider fleet here. We got this. So, wait, how long did you stone. say they were gonna? How long did you say the Dragon Riders were gonna be in town? Month and a half. Okay, yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah, they're they're here throughout throughout the whole yeah. projection. We just have to fly in the opposite direction. Genius. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, Maris just has just has to get on it and take it once it's done. So basically someone's gonna get on the ship, identify anything that may not be where it should be, and then adjust. Once Mar- Maris can get on the ship, from there it's her problem to deal with. She's got to activate the rod and jack the ship right then and there. Right. You just have to get the the crystal, get out without being spotted, and that kind of stuff. Which you don't have to stick around for the ride after. Yeah, yeah, Maris. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that means uh, Ember has charge of getting the crystal and yoinking. Yeah, it could be a lot of skill challenges and skill checks and stuff mechanically. Um, it could also be a lot of skill challenges and combat effects mid-flight situation-wise. So there's a lot of options and ways this can go and things like that. So I think it's a really good place as far as like a module goes. That's actually really cool overall. I like the way this has turned out. Um, speaking of, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, likes, didn't like. Great RP overall. Loved it. I really do. It's always a great time. Listen to like good RP back and forth between players and stuff. Um, I will also want to make note on the um, when to skip RP. Like retelling information is like you, Luna did it best in that regard. I re-say what exactly what he just said. Yeah, yeah. Great way to gloss a, a RP dump over without having to worry about it. Yeah, um, we're attempting to pull that in in other campaigns. Yeah, it, it works well in this regard. I'm just going to CC this email of information to my, my team. Pretty much. I'm just lazy. I hate repeating that crap. Yeah. Nope. Same. But, um, as far as didn't likes go and stuff like that, um, to be honest with you, there isn't any that I wouldn't deem as acceptable problems. Just because it's kicking back up after, you know, a hurricane and you know, several weeks of not playing and all that good stuff. And yeah. It's stuff that's bound to happen either way. So. Yep. Getting the momentum back in. Pretty much. So, we're good in that regard from my point of view. All right. Uh, we'll kick off Aaron. Um, likes. I, I do like that we found ourselves with a multitude of of options by the end of this. Um, and... Oh, let me think. It's something like this is showing itself to have a level of complexity or depth that either 
we as DM and players is like adding a layer of complexity and depth to this module that either the module was, it was well prepared for or was not well prepared for and we're just like really running it. Um, so I just really like feeling out like a full module kind of for the first time. And it feels it feels good even though it's got multiple railroads you could sort of end up on, so to speak. You know, it is a module. Yeah. Um, only thing I don't like um, or didn't like, uh, which probably had to do with sort of momentum and also kind of not knowing options or progress as a as a newer player, is just kind of those dead air moments or the moments where like the dialogue feels like it's just kind of going on without like purpose. Yeah. That's the only thing that as well as like my yeah the lo, the just the low moments where we're just all like three of us are sitting here we're like is Sebastian done saying important things or is should we be like can we be progressing towards the next thing is there a dramatic pause in play or is everyone yeah. just confused in this dead air um and such that so yeah that'd be about it for me yeah that the tech issue so a lot of times when there's a pause like that it's because i'm trying not to hog every conversation so i'll just wait and see if someone else wants to take it and then if yeah, no one it, says yeah. anything then i'll start talking yeah i, I do have noticed though too like veteran D D players who have played a long time they will give those permanent pauses or whatever give a chance for players to jump in on certain situations or, or engage in the rp stuff so that they're not left out of a scenario or something um yeah, and that's where the other the other side of the coin for my what I didn't like is also the part where it's like the lull is happening between my ignorance or lack of lack of awareness of opportunity and my my personal instinct as a very extroverted person to also not hog the mic. Um so it's it'll be its own fun balance that I trust we'll we'll figure it out as as this group of people oh, and yeah. then we'll bring in the other rabble rousers and then it's just <laughs> utter chaos it'll be it'll be chaos. stupid it'll, yes yep uh, all right melanie you're up i really really enjoyed just about everything like i enjoyed how much we were able to progress the storyline I enjoyed the the chaos. I I really loved the sleight of hand and the stealing shit and the the dragons and the getting ready to blow shit up. <laughs> I do like oh. that we talked um, Luna's character from. Oh, we don't need a dragon. This has nothing to do with plotline. Do you want a dragon to help kill your foes? Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> Well done. Such a, such a hard sell. <laughs> but fire breathing death to your enemies. <laughs> I was trying to keep the story on track. Okay. I, I track. saw that. I saw that. But... They, but they were too good of an opportunity to miss. Oh, no, I totally agree. I love my dragon. You got like the best fucking dragon, too. Uh. I mean, I will say, I love moments like that, though, when it comes to, like, the RNG type stuff that just happens to play into the RP heavily. You know what I mean? Or whether it be, like, the above-table type thing, where the brass, you know, kind of self-identified there as a brass up the there. The brass there. dragon was a personal affront to Aaron. Yeah, right? <laughs> then, was that just predetermined by, like, the... the randomized the, roll. It was randomized, randomized roles. roles. Yep. God. 
at 70%, you were chosen, and you got to roll a D8 and get whichever one it rolled up. On 80% or higher, you got a D12, and it expanded your selection pool to a bigger list. At 90% and up, you were rolling with a, a basically a D4 add-on that pushed you out of the lower tier dragons into the upper tier one. Right. Either way, on a celestial level, I've been personally attacked. So <laughs> yeah, the universe has attacked you. Clearly, it's like you know <laughs> but, what uh, that needs? he needs the extrovert dragon so he can listen to what an annoyance he is to the introverts of the world. Funnily enough, though, one hundred percent is the rare chance to actually get an actual young adult dragon to choose you. So it'll be writable immediately. So. That's only at 100%, at which point in time the player gets to pick whatever one they want. So, that's the scale for those roles, by the way. Dope. So. But yeah, um, other than that, there wasn't anything that I disliked, I don't think. Like, it was the first time we'd met in, you know, almost a month, I think. And it was definitely fun and enjoyable. Agreed. All right, Luna, you're up. Uh, yeah. So I already mentioned that I had a really good time with the RP. Super fun. Um, I do appreciate how uh, our DM allows us to just fuck around, (laughs) fuck around and find out. Um, so yeah, it's great. No railroading, which is like my biggest flaw when I storytell. Um. But yeah, good job, Chris. It's fun. Um, negative things. Uh, your mic kept cutting out. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't use. know. Honestly, I'm surprised the connection was stable enough for my webcam to work. That's why I switched networks because I was getting low signal on my on one of them. So I switched. I got a couple routers running. So I switched to a different one. It seemed to help. Yeah, I've been. Body signal up until Thursday night and has stayed on since Thursday night finally. Um, but it, the signal had been cutting in and out for days up until like Thursday evening. And then today was the first day I was actually able to work on it. So the speeds finally came back up and stuff. So hopefully these issues will polish out over time. Um, I am hardlined now, so I'm not even networked. So it's just straight Ethernet into the router. So hopefully that should. He's some of the issues from the PC side of things, at least. If I'm on the laptop, I can't help you. <laughs> but, yeah, the tech issues are, are one of those things that I wish there was a better option for us to use on here, but sadly, I can't do much about at the moment. Well, that, that's all I got. Everything else was cool. I had fun. All right. well, I'm glad. It was fun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, this, you know, Achievement Hunter completionist guide to playing d <laughs> See, this over here, this is an optional side quest. I'm taking it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna take this one, and we're gonna take that one, and we're gonna take I mean, this one. At this point in time, Kerrigan's unlocked the ability to multi-class into Rogue, Assassin, uh, monk sh- wave shadow. Um, those two are unlocked just by agree having Sebastian agree to train you. 
And then you have all three of you picking up the Drake Warden sub uh, multi-class from Ranger by getting the dragons. Yeah, I mean, these are all RP approaches to picking up secondary classes and multi-classing certain ways and stuff like that through RP. But it is awesome to see all those little things and then picking up the little extra sub-quests and stuff from Sebastian and then, uh, again, with Charlie. Um, and the one we created ourselves. Yeah, and the one you created for blowing up the Thieves Guild. Um I mean, yeah, it's a lot of little side quests all containing to this one thing. Get me on that ship so I can steal it. <laughs> I'm still trying to mastermind a way to get Zaylith down in the Thieves' Guild when I blow it up. It's going to happen. Well, yeah, remember, he can't be. Bastion is going to show you how he's going to kill him. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. He's he's dead already. We don't need to worry about that one. Basically, as soon as he's dead, and the, the fact of the matter is, he's already dead, and he'll only know it when he sees Sebastian's face. It'll be the only time Sebastian ever smiles at him. See, <laughs> see, this is where it's just one of those things where, like, the job's done, deeds have been returned to Sebastian, and then I'm just I, but then I just have to deal with walking through town to slowly find my way back to like. The Crimson Shipper, and then I just come upon. There's Sebastian again. Somehow ran ahead of me, and is found Zaleth, and it's it out in the open, in the field, in the forest outside, or even in the market. It doesn't matter. Um, and I just have to watch as you or Sebastian just kill Zaleth. And I just get to keep going on being traumatized over and over in my skin pain. But I really, really want the Cobalts to be involved with Zaleth's death too. They're going to attempt to arrest Zaleth. <laughs> They're going to attempt to arrest Zaleth to bring Zaleth to Sebastian. Zaleth, uh, this is the one that I was hunting this whole time. And Zaleth is just like, I hired you. And Sebastian's just sitting there like, should have paid more. Did he really? Oh, it's the Ocean's Eleven line already working. in. It's like, see, Zaleth, I know all the people that you pay here in this town and your problem is that they like me better. <laughs> yeah.